Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When Henry wants to talk legal issues in the sports and entertainment world, he brings on one of the most connected lawyers in the biz. Now attorney Stephen Silton joins The Lake Show. All right, the regular is back in the building. Steven Silton joining us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. But the Lake Show gets a bonus in addition tonight. We got Jeffrey Hayden back into the uh, the show, former Minnesota senator joining us here. Both of you guys, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, it's great to be here. I, I got to hear that lead-in for the first time. I love it. Oh, that's right. Well, I was supposed to play it for you at your house, and I didn't. I, I forgot to do that. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's happening? It's good to see y'all. Wow, this is this is this is. I feel special here. I'm with Steve. <laughs> I'm with Henry. I'm, I'm I'm no no other place. I'd rather be on a Tuesday evening. And the last time I saw you was on the golf course. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's I love right. it. Playing a, I, I don't know how well I play, but I love to participate <laughs> and give a little money to some of these charities out here. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let, let's just dive right in, uh, Steve. You know the drill. I fire off a bunch of different topics at you. Um, I bounce them off you. You you come back with with your your uh, your answers, and you tell me, give me your your insight, your perspective. And I want to do the same thing with Jeff in studio tonight. In the, in the second segment, I actually want to get into some sports stuff and have some fun with you guys in the second segment. But I want to start with, and you don't know as much as 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 maybe me and Jeff know about just kind of tracking and what's been going on with this whole Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers situation. But let me give you a quick synopsis. So going back to earlier last year, uh, specifically, I think it was like February the 15th, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, um, <laughs> he's taken some shots at Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of comedians and, and people have done this, right? Because he's been, you know, very strong about being anti-vax and all this other stuff, whatever. And so Jimmy Kimmel, who's one of the more, most popular comedians out there, has taken some shots to, at him on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And so since that particular time, so let's go back a year, you know, with all due respect, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't like Jimmy Kimmel. So, so there's a brewing beef there. So let's fast forward from earlier in the year to last week. Last week, when we're a day ahead of when the Epstein list stuff uh, is about to drop, and there's a lot of speculation about who's going to be on the list. Is it Donald Trump? Is it going to be, you know, a Bill Clinton? Who's going to be, you know, who's been on the plane? Who's been on the island? Who's been associated with Epstein, right? Well, on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN, Aaron Rodgers basically insinuates that that Jimmy Kimmel's name is going to come up on the list. Okay? He says his name in this segment. And so people are like, what? You know, out of left field, what's going on here? And Jimmy Kimmel did not appreciate it. As nobody 
No. You would want that to no. happen. No, that is that is the one list you do not want to be on. <laughs> you don't want to be on. And, and so then he it started off with him putting out a tweet. And, and Jeff, you saw the tweet. Yep. He was basically like, you bleep hole, you know, how dare you? And said, you know, you know, when you do something like this, you need to be able to back it up. And we can take this to court if you want to continue to spew nonsense. ESPN executives then came out like a couple of days later and said, this is, uh, you know, this. I can't remember how they how they phrased. It. I think it was like uh, irresponsible that 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 Aaron did this, whatever. They kind of apologized, but basically the onus is on Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee tried to back off. He didn't apologize, but he kind of tried to say, you know, we were just kind of having fun in the segment, yada yada, and all of that, right? Which he should take more ownership because it's being spewed on his time on ESPN. So now let's fast forward to this, uh, I want to say yesterday, Jimmy Kimmel, okay, because earlier in the day, um, let me get this right. Earlier in the day, you've got the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, that states in the press conference that he will address in terms of following up on the Jimmy Kimmel stuff tomorrow because this is Tuesday appearance on the Pat McAfee So he's show. doubling down. So he's kind of du- he's getting ready to, to kind of double, you know, we're, we're waiting to see if he's going to double down. But what happens last night is Jimmy Kimmel does a monologue, and he goes in on Aaron Rodgers for like seven minutes. Like goes in and basically is really like speaking some truth. Because Aaron Rodgers is really, he's getting out there now. So then Aaron Rodgers makes his appearance today, and he doesn't apologize, which Jimmy Kimmel didn't think that he was going to apologize. But then he continues ranting about anti-vax and all this other stuff. My point is this. When we talk about, you know, libel suits and stuff like that, when we have entertainers like this, and Jimmy Kimmel is a comedian, he cracks jokes at people all the time, whatever, but then we have Aaron Rodgers, who was not cracking a joke, was was taking a shot at a big-time personality. How does this play out? Like, can Jimmy Kimmel press this and win if he, if he wanted to take this to court? I mean, defamation is tough to prove because mm-hmm. you have to show that it's, quote, an ascertainable fact susceptible of knowledge. It's something very, very specific. So you can say that Jimmy Kimmel is a is a bad guy, that he's, you know, that he's a horrible comedian. You can make all those accusa- accusations. But if you specifically state something yep. that that is untrue, that is defamation. I mean, and and I haven't listened to the the segment, but if he said that that Jimmy Kimmel is going to be on the list. He didn't say it in that way. Yeah, he didn't say it in he, that he, way. He, 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 didn't say it, he didn't say it like directly like that. He implied it, but used his name. Yeah. So so the, the, the thing that I think that is interesting is that there is an ongoing feud between two high-profile people, right? One, this, you know, high-profile comedian, talk show host, late-night talk show host, and this high-profile quarterback that is – pretty controversial in of itself. So the comedian, we know, they make jokes about everybody and that kind of goes around unless Steve, you you know, as a lawyer, you can say that they specifically said something that caused them a bunch of harm and all this stuff. So they there was this banter. The other thing that I would say, Henry, is the Pat McAfee show in of itself is this like hyper guys guys show, yep. right? Pat wears a, a tank top and they have this really kind of funky set. And it's and, loose. And it's loose and it's not quote, quote unquote for he says it's not it's not scripted. So it's demographic. You can clearly see it's got to be 
probably 12 to 60 year old men. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? And, and, and other people who like those, those, those kind. So there's this kind of stick that goes along with it that I think that that's what Aaron Rodgers is subtly trying to just suggest that like if he says that's his platform to say negative things about me because I don't believe in vaccinations or, you know, you know, this stuff about who's, who's controlling who, then I think that Aaron in his mind, and I don't know Aaron Rodgers, but my sense is, is that he thinks that that's the platform in which then he can fire back uh, to Jimmy Kimmel what he thinks about it. So I'm not defending one or the other. Yeah. The question is, the the bigger intrigue is that they both work for ESPN Disney, yep. right? They work for the same company. The bigger issue that the Pat so- does. Pat does. Yep. And, and Aaron, and Aaron and is contracted. Jimmy Kimmel does. He's a paid guest. And he's yep. a paid guest. Yep. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a very big paid guest. That came out earlier this year, like, like seven-digit paid guests. Yes. That's how big the show is. So he's making money going on this show, and it has a loyal following. So this thing is is growing. At the same time, I think, Henry, you were talking a little bit, that while that's happening, there's a side issue going in which Pat McAfee, kind of off of this, goes after one of the senior executives that's in charge of talent at ESPN that has been controversial, and other ESPN talent has now weighed in to say that this guy has gotten them in trouble and fired. So Pat, you uses the platform while he has so there's there's something a little strange here why Pat has all of this platform here all of this people watching him he uses that to not only talk about this Aaron or Aaron talks about Jimmy Kimmel he then starts talking about his boss essentially yep right and starts to say that his boss is sabotaging the show for unrelated reasons so it's a it's a kind of a, a man soap opera if I may say that a little bit here and Pat McAfee is the it guy in sports talk he's right, right now yes yeah, he's I mean, the it guy yeah. he's the guy so whatever he says is going to get this type of traction. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see how how far Jimmy's willing to take this. But this is but this is the issue that, that I'm having, though, and I tweeted this last week, and, it, and my tweet kind of went viral. I do believe that unless Pat McAfee reigns it in, I think that they're setting themselves up to be sued at some point. And it might not necessarily be Jimmy Kimmel, but it could be somebody else in the sports entertainment. You can't have a show on a network that has journalistic values to some degree, however you want to want to deem that, because context matters. You can't have a, a show that loose and yeah, think that and think that everything can be buttoned up as a joke or we're just it's this guy's talk. Yeah, but th- there's a lot of like precedents for essentially shows like that saying they're just entertainment, right? Tucker Carlson has has defended many lawsuits real defamatory lawsuits based on saying, listen, nobody believes what I say. It's pure entertainment, right? They're, Rush Limbaugh made the same the same kind of defenses. It it's it's a very fine line. And Pat McAfee is a sports guy. He is just as he wears a tank top. You know, he's not nearly as serious as some of these guys who go on with a tie and make these very, very defamatory and oftentimes truly false well, allegations. Well, well and, I'll, and I'll, I guess I'll say this, like, Henry, that's not the way you operate and that's not your show. And yeah. certainly that's not the the, the, the history of, of the good neighbor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Boone and Erickson, all this stuff. I look, man, I, I've been here a long time listening to this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of starstruck, right? But isn't that, and I'll say this back to Steve, in the context of politics, isn't that now where politics often are going is the most defamatory? person, the person who says the who's the loudest and says the most irrational things, 
Now we got, you know, we we got we got two people running for president, and one of them has kind of used a strategy which to say kind of some of the most irrational things, and then when they get sued, they use that to elevate their platform even more. So to your point about Pat McAfee, I don't know the gentleman either, yeah. but I wonder if that is part of the game plan. But but hold on, aren't you? But but are we kind of looking at this from the context though that? That because you're talking about the environment right now of media and where we're going and how different and how much has changed. But at some particular point, forget about Jimmy Kimmel. Let's say it's somebody else. If somebody says, nah, man, that's defamation. And how dare you? I'm suing you. That becomes a problem. But there, there's actual history for that. Donald Trump sued Bill Maher because Bill Maher did a joke on his show saying that 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 Donald Trump needed to prove that he was not an offspring of an orangutan. Right. That was a joke. Donald Trump actually sued him for five million dollars. It didn't go anywhere. But, you know, that that clearly was a joke. Right. You're going to see these defamation claims are not going to go anywhere, though. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers not making a joke against someone and it goes out there and it gets viral. I mean, when we talk about a pedophile and we talk about the Epstein stuff, that's. That's bad stuff. That's not anything to joke about. Very so, dangerous. So, so, so very, guess, very dangerous. So I guess my stuff. point is, is let's hypothetical here. We're not talking about Jimmy Kimmel. We're not talking about Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. Last time I checked, ain't Dave Chappelle. And if they say something inflammatory, you mean to tell me that he's immune from being uh, uh, him and Pat McAfee are, are immune from being uh, sued? No, they're they're not immune from being sued. They can be sued, but yeah. their defense that they're raw entertainment, that people mm. listen to their show not for information, but for entertainment is and has been a good a very, very good defense. That's very different than other countries. In the UK, right, the, the defamation laws are way more strict. And the media has to be very, very careful on how they deal with their public figures. Yeah. But 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 isn't there something that I want to make sure we call it the elephant in the room, okay. that this idea that someone is controlling you and I, that right now the three of us, somebody's in the background controlling us and what we want to say, and that these guys, Aaron Rodgers has kind of walked down this. This is stuff that you Well, didn't hear. you get Henry's talking point? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> okay, because if, if you didn't get him, the show could get way right, more it interesting. Could, it could, it could get so, so the idea that, like, you know, I get to say what I want to say and that um, the, the deep state, you know, the people who control us yep. aren't, aren't, aren't be able, you know, they're, they're not saying that. Isn't there a following of that? That's the, you know, I don't want to start naming all these guys and I don't want to get sued, but I think that's kind of what Joe Rogan and, but right. all the rest of these guys are kind of, they're, they're, they're attracting a crowd that believes that, like, we're all being controlled. And so thus Pat is kind of saying, you know, hey, I, I didn't want to get in the middle of that. But Aaron gets to say what he wants to say and getting sued. Now, that the bigger issue is how much can you sue and, and how much and can they wipe them out? But the idea of taking this to court actually elevates their ability to continue to say, hey, listen, you know, Help me, send me five bucks. You know, it's kind of what we do in politics. Somebody gets in trouble and they say, hey, everybody sends me five bucks to defend this off because these people want to shut me up. I, yep. That's what I'm trying to get yeah, at. In yeah. many respects, that's the cool thing and the most and a dangerous thing about these kind of, you know, uh, media personalities that essentially transcend their underlying brand. The yep. Joe Rogans, the Pat McAfee's, in many respects, the Tucker Carlson's. They're, they're way bigger than any particular a media platform, and they can say whatever they want. I mean, they're completely unscripted. Yep. The problem is they've got these massive audiences, and I was very concerned about this during COVID. My son was a, a big listener to Joe Rogan, and I actually think Joe Rogan's one of the best interviewers of our times, and he's and he's 
unbelievably compelling and fair 90% of the time. The 10% that he wasn't, particularly when it came to vaccination, in my opinion, was very damaging and and caught some very influential people and and probably cost lives. Yep. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, uh, come back, more with Steve Silton, more with Jeff Hayden, joining me in studio here on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I mean, what's better than the brand new heavies, Steve Silden and Jeff Hayden in studio? I don't think anything. At least in this moment, this is the best thing that going. That feels good to me. Yeah, that we was were... a fun first set. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And, and you caught us bouncing tonight at uh, at uh, the poorhouse. We were bouncing at the poorhouse. Really? We came over here, yeah. I mean, Jeff and I. this would never work on WCCO radio, <laughs> but I'd love to one day just do like, I know you're probably familiar with it, uh, Jeff. You familiar with Drink Champs? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Drink Champs, all right. Nori yeah, and those guys boy. do a Drink Champs podcast yeah. episode with Steve Silden and Jeff Hayes. Yeah, I'm in. That's dangerous, Steve. <laughs> it's going to have to be after February 15th because I don't drink it's the first six weeks of the year. I'm going to have to talk to the in. firm about that one, man. <laughs> oh, you have nothing to talk to them about. <laughs> all right, so, so we're coming off of it's the day after the national championship game, college football. Um, Steve, we've talked about this before, going back to into the season, when Jim Harbaugh was suspended and there was the scandal that took place um, that they got past because they continued winning, they made it to the college football playoff, and they dominated, they won last night, winning the national championship over Washington. My question is, well, first off, what did both you guys think of the game? Because I, I didn't like the game. Well, clearly I lost money on Washington. But what did you think? I mean, Michigan clearly was the dominant team. As I said, I tried to place a bet on Washington and, and the over and uh, unsuccessful. So I won last night yeah. by, by not placing the bet. I mean, I thought, it was, I thought it was a very entertaining game. I actually watched it with Martin Nance, you know, the yeah, CMO the of Minnesota the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's. Uh, I lured him in my neighborhood, so I walked across the street and, and watched the game with him. And and you know, yeah, watching an ex-professional player, you know, he played for the Vikings, won a Super Bowl ring with the Steelers, is always interesting. I mean, Michigan was a real sound team, um, particularly on the line. I think. I think you know there were some there were some specialty players. They dominated that 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 looked 
you know, on Washington, maybe that were more talented that will play better on a Sunday. But, you know, Michigan was just too fundamentally strong. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is not your kind of old school Big Ten coach, which essentially, you know, you know, plays this real tough schedule during the season, plays really hard, and then just doesn't prepare for the Bulls. Jim Harbaugh just had these guys ready. I mean, they were they were ready against uh, um, Alabama, and they were ready last night. They were not going to have a letdown. Yeah, and I think that um, I think you're right. I mean, I think it goes back to last year when they got upset by TCU, and the, and the kid number two said he was going to come back, and most of the team came back. That was, you know, that's kind of unheard of now in college sports. Not only do they not like go to the pros, they'll just go to another team, right? It's just that all now all yeah. out transfer portal is just bananas. So I I don't know how many of those folks left Michigan, but it appeared that that team stayed. They got together. And they were they were coming back, and you saw that when Harburg was suspended, especially at the end of the year when they ran over Ohio State and others, that they were locked and loaded. So I don't think I mean I would have been nice to see what they did against Georgia, and I you know I think Washington was great and a fantastic story, and Penix and all of the injuries he's came back, and he'll probably play on Sunday. But they were locked and loaded, and they just basically beat them up, uh, you know, kind of the whole day. And so I think that. I also will say this. I think that's the last time you'll see Jim Harbaugh in the Michigan. Uh, oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's pretty clear yep. in that he's got a target on beyond going to the back to the pros and trying to get the big chip play against his brother. He's got a target on his back. He he pissed off a lot of people in college sports, and I believe that he doesn't want to go through that again. Remember, Jim got suspended twice this year. Yep. Twice this year. However you feel about it one way or another, I think the system is wrong. They're going to come after him. Well, but, this is the thing that I don't like, Steve. Is that this is what I think is going to happen? Don't know anything, but this is what I think is going to happen. What I think is going to happen is, and we both we all agree that he's going to the pros, right? For sure. Yeah, massive absolutely. payday. He's going. He's going to yeah. you know whether it's LA GM or coach, whatever, whatever. he's, he's yeah. going to be a guy. He's going to have massive control. He's going to be coaching in the National Football League. I think that something's going to come down the pipe here with Michigan, and they're going to get hit with something. And I hate when coaches bounce. And then it hits the the universe. Like with Pete Carroll. I hate that that happened. Like USC. Absolutely. I, I hate when that happens. Yeah, but, that, but that was 20 years ago. This is a different world we're living in today. It, as as Chuck Baker said, the president of the NCAA, uh-huh. it's all about the bag. And they're not going to uh, uh, penalize the, the national champion because it's going to impact the – season next year. I think we live in a very different world. Yeah. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to see a major penalty. I, I, I look at it a little bit differently. I think that hmm. the first of all, Big Ten is just going to get enormous. Washington's in the Big Ten now, right? Like USC's in the Big Ten. Yeah. UCLA's in the Big Ten. It's like it's coast to coast. It's I don't even know how they control it. The difference a little bit that's, that's different is before Henry, when um, a, a team would have to deal with the penalties, those players had to stay in grit and bear it. Or if they changed, then they'd have to wait a year. Those players can jet. I mean, yep. those players can get up any time they want to. I just saw a list. Deion Sanders got Alabama guy, USC guy. I mean, it is the ultimate free agent without any rules. I mean, Kurt Flood, I mean, you know, are, are these yeah. early pioneers <laughs> of free agency? I mean, these Kurt kids Flood. can go anywhere. I mean, PJ Fleck is just basically, I mean, I knew we were in trouble in Minnesota when P.J. Fleck lost to Northwestern and said, yeah, we got to get some uh, NIL money around here. I'm like, you lost to Northwestern. It's different Ohio State or Michigan. You lost to Northwestern and, you call, and you're and you saying because you don't have enough talent. Like, there are some major, you know, we get into that here, but there are some major 
uh, reforms that have to be made now, but right now it is a players and, and a young people, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds that are moving each and every year. In a wild, wild west, there are no rules. These collectives are operating essentially beyond the regulation of the NCAA, and I just don't see an old-school kind of kind of suspension like we saw with USC, right? Like, you know, the the Reggie Bush suspensions, which essentially impact USC, those are those are a thing of the past. I mean, particularly if Harbaugh leaves. I mean, I I, I, I think he's going to play in the right. NFL. But I do think that Jim Harbaugh is so competitive and so stubborn that he might say, no, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to repeat as champions and get rid of me. And it will be very hard for them to get rid of Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 yeah. I mean, you might be right, and if money's not motivating them, because I'm telling you, there are some some coaching positions that are open that they are going to beg for Jim. They're going to give him. You, you referenced the bag. I like that reference, Stevie, with the kids now. But the bag is going to be the bank. The the first National Bank of California or or Los Angeles is going to be open for him to do whatever he wants. And I think he loved to compete against his brother. But you know, I think that the bigger issue is. Like, how do you rein this in? How do you figure this out? What we should talk about is, you know, Harbaugh in the context of of Belichick and others, like how far do you go to get the edge? I think what's missing is did he do the things in which they said, regardless to if now you could do it or not. Did he actually send his folks out there? Did they sign steel? You know, was he recruiting in a way that he shouldn't have been? Like, I don't know if those things have been addressed and he just kind of took yeah, the but, L but and kept can, going. But, but the irony is you can – steal signs all you want in the NCAA. What you can't do is you can't scout in person. And that is what essentially he was suspended for. Nothing more, nothing less. I think the bottom line is they were guilty of the stuff. He can, he can say on the podium last night we were innocent and we won an national championship. That's a, that's, a, that's a lie. You were suspended multiple times. You missed games. You fired a defensive coach. Like, like, and, there, and then you also have the guy that was going on all these trips like – there's too much but, there. But history is written by the victors. And this and and he just won and it's a it's it's a win at all cost league right now. Yeah. Right. Well and I think that that's it. And I think that, that ties into two segments. It's like if you win, can you do anything? Is, is that just really the ultimate goal? So, like, from a moral perspective, from a from all the things that we train, we all played, you know, high school, peewee, football, wherever you got to, you know, your coaches really tried to instill this, this ideal of you're a team and do it the right way and that kind of stuff. And the question is, is that kind of out the door? And is it really just about winning? And if you do, then everything else you forget about. All right, final question for you, and we got about two minutes, and this has been a fun conversation, what to do to again um i want to ask you guys a minnesota vikings question you got 45 seconds to a minute each do you bring back Kirk cousins okay i i think i think yes i think yes if you want to win with this team mm-hmm. Kirk cousins is the only way to do it and i think he's indicated unlike every single contract in his career he's mm-hmm. willing to take a hometown discount he said it today yep. right and i think that's an indication that he gets it there's a chance to win Right, I think you give it one more year. I think he signs a, a two-year contract that can essentially be be uh, you know cut after one year, and they give it one more try. If not, they blow up this team. I mean, they got a lot of questions. They got a lot of guys that have been on this team for a long time. And you know, do you bring back uh, you know one of my favorite people, both personally and professional, Harrison Smith? No, you Hall of Fame. You gotta. Yeah. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, that's just that's that's because he's your pal. That's just because he's your pal. Everybody <laughs> yeah. knows Mon- that yeah. that Harrison. Money-wise. But Hunter. Jefferson, 
right? Well, Jefferson's getting beat. You know, I mean, I'm just saying that those yeah. are the guys you got to figure out the running back. What I think they do is they sign Kurt for a two-year deal um, if he's healthy, and then they get in the late rounds. This is a quarterback-heavy uh, draft yes. here. So this Penix that you saw was rising. He might have fell again to where they are. This uh, Knicks guy, you know, out of Oregon, I think that the guy from Bo USC um, and, and the guy from May in, in North Carolina yeah, go one two. Yep. Marvin Harrison Jr., Marvin Harrison's kid. But there's some good guys that you can go, and if you can work them into it, and, and, and Kurt seems to want to be here. He wants to coach. He really loves Minnesota. So if he can mentor them, I think that you got to do that. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think you bring it back. After he made the comment that he'll take the hometown discount, I think you bring it back. Because Justin Jefferson, he knows it's his payday. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It, it's, it's his time. Mm-hmm. All the other people, they got to try to figure it out. I'm not certain that Daniel Hunter's going to be back. Uh, I definitely think that I know it's your guy. Here's oh, Smith. He, he's gone. It's just, it's just how it is. I mean, we're at that point with, like, Kyle Rudolph. It just... Yeah, he'll still on. be one of us, Steve. Don't worry. He'll just, he'll just have to go somewhere else. <laughs> Harry's, Harry's got to stay. <laughs> he'll still be he's there for you, stay. man. He's You'll still be stay. able to go to dinner with him. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll still be his friend. I just oh, would like God, I felt that, I mean, man. I mean, the reality is. I felt a, the pain over here, man. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame. Do you, does, does, he make, does he make the Hall of Fame? Does Harrison Smith make the Hall of Fame? It's close. It'll be debatable. Listen, San Francisco traded Joe Montana. Right, I mean, you know, I mean, this, this, this is how this, this, this and, business. And Vince works. Lombardi coached his last years at Washington. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, but I still want Johnny Harrison United Smith to played finish in his... San Diego. Or that's true. Yes. Yeah. God, we have all these. <laughs> between this group, we know more useless facts than absolutely than any. For any... my wife, she'll concur with that. <laughs> Steve Silden, Jeff Aiden, I appreciate the time tonight. Let's do this again, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. That was fun. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 